0: Random Inks Productions presents the Credible Nerds Podcast with your hosts, Justin and Mark.
1: What's up, my nerd?
0: Welcome, everyone, to the Credible Nerds Podcast. This is episode 38. And I am your host, Justin, and as always, I have my co-host with me, Mark.
1: Hey guys, how's it going?
0: And this is episode 38 of our podcast, and it is also our two-year anniversary show. So we want to thank you for joining us on this episode as we look back on the last two years of the Credible Nerds podcast. And we want to start off by reminiscing about how we got here, what we've done for the past two years, and where. then we'll move into where we want to go from here. So, first off, the question that came to my mind was, you know, why are we doing this? It's been two years. We I counted it up the episodes that we've we've recorded and submitted and published, and it is about ninety-three episodes of podcasts. So even though this is episode thirty-eight, this is our um, our episodic episodes. We've we've also done you know a marvel review series we're doing a transformer movie review series we've done a hobbit series uh, we we started a wheel of time series so we have all these different series that aren't part of the the numbers like episode 38 and so and so forth but so i counted them up and we've done over 90 episodes so that's that's quite a bit for 2 years if we did one episode every week that'd be 104 episodes and we're at 93 and then this will be 94 and then I'm also editing another one. So that's 95. So, you know, we're pretty close to having one episode a week for the past two years, which is pretty good.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's been, it's been crazy. Right. When we first started, uh, we were just two lonely nerds that needed a friend. Right. I mean, I remember, (laughs) uh, the first nerd thing we did, right? We talked about Comic-Con and uh, I did sports, right? I wrestled in college and everything. And uh, I, I guess Justin did sports. He played basketball. So, but um, you know, we were just talking one day and we just were like, Hey, would be cool to go to Comic-Con one time. And so we did. And then we kept going and we're like, Hey, we should start a podcast. And we looked into that and, uh, you know, and mostly for me, it's just about talking about my fun, nerdy things. Cause I know there's other people that like to talk about nerdy things. I know there's other people like to hear about it. I mean, I'm on YouTube all the stinking time watching people play video games, uh, listen to their strats, uh, you know, listening to what they have to say about certain, I don't know. Um, series and events and and this and that and the other and it's cool I like to get involved in that uh, probably one one of the most I'm involved right now is will of time and and it's kind of cool to to realize how much I know about the will of time when I talk to other people that know a lot about will of time and uh, you know that Matt Cawthun is actually the best general in the in the land so I mean but I know that right I, I can I can talk about it. it's just cool and and I know there's other people who like to listen to it, and I, I think it's fun for us to, to try to reach out to those people. And that's kind of why I, I do it, is, is for that connection.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, comic, New York Comic Con, those couple of years that we went, was some of the funnest convention times we've had. Um, going to New York, hanging out, going to the convention and walk around New York, that was a good time. Uh, we went to that Jim Butcher hangout at a bar one night and just ate some food and talked with fellow Jim Butcher fans about his books and everything. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And Then um, when Brandon Sanderson took over the Wheel of Time, he was having his book releases at BYU, and people were camping out in the middle of the winter and freezing. And you know just hanging out there all day for, what, three or four days and just talking with everybody about the Wheel of Time. I mean, those are memories. Those are those are fun times that we had, and I think those things pushed us to to start the podcast because we were having those conversations. We we were having those experiences, and then they stopped, and we're like, "Okay, now what?" So let's let's just me and you talk. We'll we'll do a podcast, and we'll talk about it, and submit it out there, and see what happens. See if people like it, and see if people join in on the on the conversation.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was fun, and it was kind of interesting to see too, like our, our level of commitment or our level of nerdiness increase or, or whatever you want to call. It. Cause I remember the first Brandon Sanderson book that released, right. We didn't, we showed up like at seven in the morning that morning it released and got numbers and, and moved on. And then the second one, we were there two days early. And then the last one, we were there like four days earlier. three, you know what I mean? We just, we were there longer, you know, more committed and, and like you said it, I think we're it's we're more committed because of how much fun we have. Like you said, the memories that we make and the good times we have and uh, the things we can talk about. It's just kind of, uh, it's fun for us, right? And that's why we do it. And we meet some great people. There's guys that we run into all the time and we're like, oh, you were there too. And you catch up with them. And it's just really neat uh, to to get like that. And I know that Justin's like, on a first name basis with a lot of the, you know, Brandon Sanderson team, you know, they know Justin and, uh, you know, and everything. And it's just pretty neat to, to have that. And obviously there's thousands and thousands of people that are interested in it. Tens of thousands. Right. And uh, you know, you know that they want to talk about it and, and hear about it. So it's just good, you know, and I, I think I'd like to do this even if we had nobody listening, but I'm glad people listen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's fun either way Uh, because we used to go out to movies and then hang out out for like an hour afterward just talking about them. And I think that's one of the things that led me to think about a podcast. I was like, why don't we just record this and then we can do a podcast because this is what we do anyway. So, I mean, we were doing it and we're going to keep doing it. So, hey. And speaking of no one listening, um, sometimes I wonder, you know, is anybody really listening to us? So, I did the research. I ran the numbers and such and um, you know, with all, over 90 episodes, well, I'm pretty sure we'll hit a hundred, you know, in a month or two, uh, a hundred episodes released, but we've got over 13,000, 13,600 downloads, you know, listens. So there's quite a few people out there listening who have listened in the past. I'm not sure if everyone likes it. I'm sure there's people that are like, eh, whatever. And then I'm sure there's people who like it. So you got to, you know, we're going to keep plugging away and doing what we do. So yeah, the first our first episode was actually we recorded in January of 2017. And that was episode zero. You can find that on our uh, feed, episode zero. And that was just us like, hey, let's do this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know who's done a podcast before or if you guys have done this, but it is different right it's a different feel to try to talk to people uh to try to have a conversation with yourself to other people it's just different right and yeah. the first time i mean our timing was off our cues were off i mean we weren't used to doing it with each other yet and it was really raw but i'm glad we did it right i probably first three or four episodes are brutal but you know when we start getting the hang of it got a little more comfortable um we're able to structure better. And, and now here we are. I mean, I don't know how much better it is, but uh, it feels better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We've gotten better. We still got a, you know, ways to go, but I think, I think it's better. So yeah, we recorded that in January, 2017. And then so I was in grad school at the time and having to do a practicum, which is basically part-time job. And just, we couldn't get back on track until July of that year so we did a couple episodes and then we posted it our first episode i think on august 1st 2017 so um even though we've done episodes prior we really put it out there for the first time on august 1st so we view august 1st as our anniversary date and so here it is uh, august 2019 so two-year anniversary yay us (laughs)
1: yay i i think it's great uh i hope we keep doing it for two more years right uh just keep going i there's plenty to talk about and uh um we we love it so there you go yeah
0: yep yep so and we hope to keep bringing you more nerdy stuff in the future and going to more conventions and movie premieres and book releases and just either bringing you stuff via our YouTube channel. Definitely check us out on YouTube. Uh, Credible Nerds, subscribe to our show there. Uh, we, I, I've been saying for a while that I'd like to get more stuff out there, but at this point, it is a matter of time. And when I can, I do it. But you know, there's a few things. Most of it's just recordings of panels from Star Wars Celebration or uh, Salt Lake Comic Con from the past. And there, there's some good stuff there. So definitely check it out. Subscribe to our channel comment on the on the videos there so and then definitely follow us on social media sites Facebook um, do a search for the credible nerd you'll find us join our group there uh, look for us on Twitter credible nerds Instagram credible nerds and you know just you know join in on the conversation on social media we like to interact with our fans and even if it's just like a hey you know I liked your show or I think you guys are crazy you know whatever it is that's fine we can take criticism
1: as long as it's honest and fair. Uh, if I pronounce someone's name wrong in Will of Time, do not vilify me.
0: Yeah, I think everyone's pronounced something wrong, <laughs> some name wrong in that series. So,
1: yeah, no, I. <laughs> what did I say? More gas? <laughs> more gas. Instead of more gaze? <laughs> oh, man, I can't live it down. <laughs>
0: It's going to be interesting to see how they do with the TV show, right? How they pronounce the the names and, and things like that cuz who knows, are they going to be the definitive, you know, pronunciation for these names or are they going to do it wrong too?
1: It's going to be like JK Rowling where like yeah. she should be like it's Voldemort, not Voldemort, or vice versa.
0: Vice versa. yeah.
1: <laughs> so,
0: yeah. Um, so we make mistakes. Feel free to call us out on it. Just be fair and honest, like I said, but um, also we're on Patreon. Uh, Support us on Patreon. We'd like to provide better content, more frequent content. So supporting us on Patreon lets us know that you're interested, that you like the show and allows us to, you know, upgrade our, our equipment and dedicate more time to, to the podcast and things that we do. So, definitely join us on Patreon. Just do a search for The Credible Nerds and you can support us there. We'd appreciate it. So moving into uh, the rest of the show, we've decided that we're going to talk about our top five favorite nerdy things from the past year. From August 2018 or so to, to now. And both Mark and I have compiled a list. So I'm thinking we'll go, you do one, I'll do one type thing. And we'll just go through it that way. So why don't you go first, Mark?
1: Uh, so probably the um, my favorite nerdy thing I did was go to Star Wars Celebration. I'd never been. It was my first one. Uh, I know there's been like, what, eight of them, seven of them? Yeah, quite a few. Yeah. And um, I just have never made it to one. And uh, so this was my first one. We flew out to Chicago and stayed for – Five, five, six days, and it was a blast. I mean, it's everything Star Wars, right? There's anything you can imagine is there. Um, every character, director, obscure actor, whatever it is. I mean, a lot of them make uh, showings. I mean, yeah, Daisy, Daisy Ridley show up. You had, uh, you know. Was it Poe? Poe Dameron show up and just all those guys, right? Straight down the list to the video games to the original series, you know, actors and stuff. It was great. It was neat. Uh, they brought in Warwick Davis, who was an amazing MC. I don't know if anyone, uh, you know, appreciates a good MC, but I do. And that guy is spot on. I, that guy is amazing as a MC. And I think he brought a lot of excitement to it. And he really excited me, you know, about the whole thing. Like, it was just awesome to have him there and um uh you know to to see the different things i got really into the um that diorama uh, that they do there uh yeah that was cool so for you people that don't know what that is what it is is they pick like a scene from a movie right and this one was rogue one and it was the beach fighting scene near the end and so they did a diorama where you could go in and you could paint pieces or build buildings and stuff like that uh, to add to it. And it's huge. It's a, just a, enormous in size. And then you add whatever you want to make to their diorama and uh, they finish it and take a picture. It's really neat. Uh, so I, I had a building in there and then uh, our friend Harry. He met us out there in Chicago and, and he had one in it as well and it was just really neat to to do that and uh I bought some action figures and you know listened to different uh um different panels and it was just it was just a lot of fun and I could not wait for the next one and my favorite thing is is the next one is next year and we have tickets. So yeah. There
0: you go. <laughs> Yeah, there's so much to do there that it's like there's almost too much to do because there's always, you know, two or three things a day even where you're like, oh, I want to do that, but I, I want to do this too. So you have to pick, it's like picking a you know, favorite child. You want to, you like them both, but you got to pick one.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, and I just wish I had more money. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: you spend so much money there. But yeah, so my, my, one of my things is also Star Wars Celebration. Um, it's not in any particular order, but, um, this was my fifth celebration. I want to say, so I went to four, five, seven, eight. Yeah. So this was my fifth celebration and it was one of the better ones. They've all had unique things about them, but I really like this one. I liked Chicago. I mean, even if we had just gone to Chicago and hung out for a week and there wasn't a Star Wars celebration, it still would have been pretty fun. Um, because we toured around the city, we went and saw the buildings that you see in uh, the Dark Knight films. There was another film in Chicago, The Transformers, a lot of the same buildings, but you can, you know, go walk by them and see, oh yeah, this is where Optimus Prime was on this building and all that stuff. So even that was just fun. And then there was uh, Jim Butcher has his big Dresden Files series set in Chicago. And he writes about some of the, the real world places. So we went and toured around some of those places that we read about in the book. So it was good to see those and just um, take it all in. And then on top of that was Star Wars Celebration. So, and pretty much everything you said, I agree with and concur with. Uh, I think my favorite thing was the panels, as they usually are. I got quite a few autographs and that's fun, but I always enjoy the panels more. And if I had to pick one, so we went and saw, Uh, The Rise of Skywalker panel, episode 9. That's where we saw the trailer for the first time. Uh, We went to the Mandalorian panel and saw that uh, footage. I was able to record most of the the sizzle reel trailer. Uh, they They didn't tell us that we couldn't film, so I was filming it. And then right towards the end, they came up to me and said, you know, turn it off, so I did. But that was only like, I only missed like the last five seconds, so... Got most of them. that's on our YouTube channel. If you want to check it out, there. It's at this point, it's the only footage that's been released for The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they showed us like five minutes of the first episode, maybe ten minutes.
1: And it was awesome, right? Yeah, it was good. I yeah. mean, because I I think the setting right is like I don't know some kind of deals going down, and they go into the, you know a back room to do a back room type deal, and it was it was just cool. It was freaking yeah. cool because uh, Pedro Pascal. Um, yeah. If you watch Game of Thrones, right? He's he's in that, uh, but he he's going to be the Mandalorian, and freaking Carl Weathers is in it. No, no, that was cool. Which is awesome, right? When he was when he comes in and he starts screaming to the crowd, right? I was just like, yeah. I was, yeah. And then Gina Carano, is it Carano? Yeah. She's in it. Think so. And she, you know, she's old MMA fighter uh but she played in the X, the new x-men's uh in uh, Deadpool she played in the Deadpool 1 so okay uh you know so she's been around so it it looks it looks really neat like all around i i'm really excited for this and i i am not a fan of the streaming all the different streaming things that are going on now <laughs> but i will get the disney app specifically to watch this
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit, but yeah, I think the Disney app is going to be worth it. It's only going to be like seven bucks a month. So that's not, it's not that crazy, but the amount of content you're going to get on it is going to be good. So yeah. And then we got a clone Wars season seven panel where they showed us a lot of footage from that. I'm excited for that one. And then we went to a 20th anniversary celebration of the Phantom Menace panel that one was all right, but they didn't have any. I mean, um, Ahmed Best was there, so that was cool. It was his first convention in a while. And so he was there, and then I think Anthony Daniels was there. But no big names, no Liam Neeson or Ewan McGregor, which I was hoping for but didn't really expect. So, um, yeah, some good stuff. I would say my favorite panel would be At the episode nine panel where we saw the trailer for the first time. That was pretty exciting.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was really neat. That was awesome.
0: Yeah. So good stuff. Can't wait for the next one next August, next year. All right. So what's the next one for you, Mark?
1: So I kind of was... changing things up is we're typing because it's tough right you can only pick five we're only talking about five things i put dc movies all the dc movies that have come out lately i i like them all i thought shazam was great i thought aquaman was great um i i like them for for what they bring to the table um shazam was a surprise right because they're kind of moving from what we saw in superman superman versus you know batman and all that stuff you know to to shazam right completely different and <laughs> it, was, it was really yeah. really cool i liked them both i bought both the movies right when they come out i've watched them numerous times i uh, i liked them in the in the theater i still like them so that's probably for me is is that one just because i i've enjoyed them so much i've probably watched them three or four times each
0: yeah yeah i agree And coincidentally, those those two movies, Aquaman and Shazam, were uh, two items on my list, too. Um, Shazam was good. It was, I want to say, a breath of fresh air. But I knew, because, you know, like you said, Batman versus Superman and Man of Steel and even Wonder Woman, the heavy stuff. um, But I knew the whole universe wasn't going to be like that. Aquaman was a little comedic at times. and. So, so Shazam was great. Um, kind of just one story, one superhero story in a small town. Was it, was that Chicago as well? I can't remember, but uh, so a pretty, pretty localized story. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was just a fun movie to watch. And Aquaman was, it was good. Um, I was surprised at how much I liked it. Um, but it, it was fun to watch. So, uh, and it made over a billion dollars, so that's good.
1: Well, I think they're interesting because, I mean, they're just not origin stories that we've really seen. I mean, you could do right. Batman and Superman origin stories, and everyone knows them. Uh, Flash, everybody knows it, right? So when we watch those kind of movies, it's like, look, I don't want to see an origin story. But Aquaman we don't really have an origin story, you know, Wonder Woman. I've never really seen an origin story. I wasn't really growing up in the seventies when the old one was going on. Right. So I didn't get to see it and it's cool to see these origin stories play out in front of my eyes. Right. I mean, I've read about them in the comic books, but I've never seen it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a whole new level on the, on the big screen. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So these, these characters, I mean, Marvel did it with Iron Man and Ant-Man, you know, B-list, maybe even C-list characters, but Aquaman and Shazam—they're—they're they're up there. Shazam, more lately than than anything, but Aquaman's been around forever, and you know we never have seen a, a movie or they tried to do a TV show a few years ago. And they only got—they did the pilot, and that's as far as they got. But um, yeah, so it was good to see those guys on the big screen. So, what's next for you?
1: So after that I put Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, I was a big fan of one and two when they came out on PlayStation. Uh, so for those of you who don't know what Kingdom Hearts is, it's pretty much a mix between Disney and Final Fantasy. and um, the, so the first the first two really relied on crossover characters between the two and this one didn't really rely on Final Fantasy too much because the story had progressed itself a point where he didn't need that uh so really what it is is you're this character with mickey mouse and donald duck and goofy and just other people as your sidekicks and you run through the levels and you do levels like i mean uh frozen level or pirates of the caribbean um big hero six and things like that and it's really neat you know i think the first level was hercules uh and you basically play through the movie, right? And, uh, you know, you have to fight Hades and you have to fight, you know, the Titans and, uh, you know, the bad guys from Big Hero 6 and, you know, the bad guys from Pirates Scary. And it's really neat how it all works. And they did some really cool stuff in this one. They did some junky stuff that were, you know, just for show. But, um, but it was really fun. And I, I waited for that game forever. And I bought it the day it came out. And I took the next two days off work to play it. And so nice. it was. I'll let your boss hear this episode. I know. No, I told him, I told him like a month before I was like, Hey, I'm taking these two days off and it's like non-negotiable. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, why? What's going on? I was like, I'm getting a video game and I'm going to play it for two days. And
0: <laughs> So this is the one that's been on hold for like 10 years, right?
1: Yeah. Right. They've been waiting for it forever. And it's one of those that just like, they talked about it and, it was it E3 or whatever the convention is? Like years and years ago, and then no one heard about it. Like everyone just thought it died, and then all of a sudden they came out with some gameplay, and oh. then years m- m- went by, and I mean they kept postponing it, postponing. I mean I remember I got in a argument with some guy from what's that store that they have? Uh, that gaming store. GameStop? Yeah. I got into an argument with some guy, some game, like a worker from GameStop. And he's like, oh, it's coming out in 2018. This is late 2017. I was like, oh no, it won't come out to early 2019. I guarantee it. Sure enough, it came out early 2019. It just kept getting pushed back and pushed back. And and for me, I wish they would have kind of gone back to the drawing board for a couple things. But overall, it was a great game. I, I really loved it. I didn't finish it, uh, because then you know we got to selling our house and moving. We've moved into a new house, and I want to get back into it. But I just uh, I haven't really had a ton of time since the move. But I want to finish it. it. a fun game. If you're a fan of uh, any of those games, Final Fantasy and stuff like that. Uh, if you're a fan of, fan of the first ones, get it. It's worth getting. The story's great. A lot of these games I play for the story. I love a good story. So, uh, but that's probably one of my favorite nerdy things i mean you're taking two straight days off work to play it for like 24 hours so
0: (laughs) that's dedication so yeah um for me another one is for the past few months i've been reading the new 52 dc comics uh it's pretty ambitious there's it's new 52 for a couple of reasons from what i understand is that there's 52 new storylines and in each storyline, initially, they wanted to do 52 issues, which you get about 12 or 13 issues per year. So it um, went on for, for a while. And so I'm trying to read them all chronologically. Like I'll read some Batman, and then I'll read some Superman, then I'll read some Aquaman, you know, trying to read as I go. to Because sometimes the stories cross over. Like you'll be reading it, and then there'll be an asterisk with a note as shown in episode or issue one of Aquaman. So, then you got to go and read that one and find out what happened there. And then, the characters will show up like Batgirl will show up in the Batman comics, and there'll be crossovers there. And Batman will go over into the Batgirl comics. So, it's a lot of back and forth and just reading it. I, I think I've been reading it for like six months now, seven months maybe. And I'm i don't even think i'm halfway through <laughs> but it's been a lot of fun it's been great um i can tell that these new dc movies a lot of them are straight from the new 52 like um shazam is basically from the new 52 but in the comics they use black adam instead of that uh, dr Siviano or whatever his name is oh yeah um and i know they plan on bringing black adam in either in the next one or the third one but so there are a lot of story elements, like Aquaman, a lot of the story elements are from his New 52 story arc. Um, the Justice League film took a, a, a lot of elements from the New 52 um, as well. So it, the basis for the films are in the New 52. So it's been great to see you know, these stories fleshed out and cross over. Artwork in the majority of them are, are great, they're awesome. And you get, it's pretty cool because you get, like, there's a, a Batman series. There's a Batman the Dark Knight series. There's a Justice League with the Batman. And, um, you know, there's just two or three different storylines for each of the main characters anyway. The ones I've been disappointed in in are Wonder Woman. I'm not really liking the artwork and the story. It's kind of hard to follow. Uh, they didn't lift that. The movie didn't lift that from the New 52 it's pretty different uh least not up to the point where i'm at and then batwoman's i don't like the artwork for that and it's a little bit over the all over the place so other than those two story arcs uh, i'm loving them so well
1: and that's what's tough too about those graphic novels right i mean uh the the graphics can make or break it whether the story's good or not
0: yeah Yeah, and who the artist is and things like that. When, Like for Batwoman, for example, when it started out, it was like this weird, dreamy artwork, and I I just could not get into it. So I powered through it, and then I think the next series of – because they divide them up by like five or six comic books in those trade paperbacks. They divide them up like that. In the second series, the arc was a little better, and I found myself a little more interested in the story. So, But yeah, like you said, the artwork's – Pretty key, and so, and I've been reading them from the the DC Universe app. Like I can log in and read it on my iPad, and just it, it, pretty much every comic book from DC is in there. Well, not like the Watchmen isn't in there, that sort of thing, but like the the superhero comics are there. So,
1: oh man, I know this is a tangent, but I've been watching the watch. I watched the Watchmen again. And uh-huh. have you seen that movie? I saw a while ago. Um, I want to see it again. I can't remember his name when they arrest that guy, you know, and he's in jail and he, that guy tries to stab him and he throws all that, you know, he like throws all that uh, grease on him and he's like, let me get this, let me get this straight. I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me, you know, and he's in prison. I'm like, yeah. man, that guy, he's my hero. Yeah.
0: And I actually started reading the Watchmen comic yesterday. There, everyone says I liked the movie, and everyone's like, "Oh, the, the graphic novel is so much better." So I finally got it and started reading it. I'm only like, "This divided into chapters," and I I just finished the first chapter, so I'm not too far into it.
1: Nice. But I'm liking it so far. And I'm gonna have to check them out. Uh, next for me, uh, number four for me is. Steam games. I have been Steam game crazy lately. Um, I bought Pathfinder Kingmaker. If you need a fun, uh, you know, hero game, you know, because everyone, like, I go through phases. What kind of game I like, you know, and yeah. like, I'll go through like a hack and slash phase. For you, those of you don't know, what it is that means like you have a character and he kills like, you know, imagine Lord of the Rings, right, where they go in and kill ten thousand orcs per person right it's like that you know you just run in and kill everybody kind of like diablo style right that's a hack and yeah. slash so you know um and th- this one's more of like a i don't know like a mm I don't know, like an adventure game, I guess would be the best, you know, where you get gear and you level up and et cetera. It's got a cool story. Uh, I've really enjoyed that. Pillars of Eternity, Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire were a lot of fun. I bought both of them. They cost me like 60 bucks between the two, but gosh, dang it. They're just so much fun. And those ones are, I, I like those ones a lot because you can kind of make your own story. Like some of these stories, you know, they'll take you through and, through your own storyline, and and it'll just push you along whether you want to push along or not. Uh, but this these ones, I mean, you set your own schedule, you do your own thing. If you want to be a pirate, be a pirate. You want to go kidnap everybody and be the most evil person in the world, do it. You want to go help everyone, yeah, it, just do it. Right? It's they're a lot of fun. They're pretty cool. I've liked those um, a lot. Uh, I got this game called Tyranny, and it's probably one of the most fun games I've ever played ever. Uh, It seems like they're going to make a second one, Um, but I don't know. It's really hard to explain because there's a lot to it, so I'm not going to try too hard. But you're a guy on this adventure, and you're serving this king, and you can decide in the end to keep serving him. You can decide to take over and try to overthrow him, or you can decide just to kill everyone, and who cares – Uh, you know, like also you can, you know, side with the rebels, the good guy. It's just so cool. Like the, the things that you can decide and then the game ends, right? So you don't know what happens next, but they're going to make another one. So I'm super excited for the, for the other one, uh, darkest dungeon. I, I talked about this a while ago. I'm still playing that. And the last game I've bought recently is Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, A lot of people, me included, had kind of got played out of the Assassin's Creed series because they came out with so many and the gameplay was getting wonkier and the story was getting crazier and uh, it was just hard to follow along and I know there was a lot of issues with like from with me, I was getting motion sickness when I played just because of how the controls were and so I kind of stopped playing but my uh, younger brother Shiloh, he got this and he said, Mark, you're going to love this. I He's like, I didn't like him either. Just try it. And it went on sale for like $24 on a, um, I think it was like 4th of July sale. And I went and bought it. And I've been really enjoying it. And um, I've got 38 hours on it. <laughs> so kind of shows you I've been playing it a bit. Um, it, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I got... Uh, Geez, I'm like looking at some of these play times, and it's just insane. Like Pathfinder Kingmaker, I have 109 hours. Uh, Tyranny, 57 hours, right? I mean, so I play these games. They're a lot of fun. So if you're into games, try any of those. Uh, I mean, if you don't know what Steam is, download it. It's pretty much the, the haven for games. So that's what I've been really into. Uh, for number four is, is Steam Games. And then I'm going to go out of turn, but I'm going to skip to five because I know that J- Justin is... This is one of his two. The Avenger series, the end game, right? The end of it, the wrap-up, the whole thing um, was just great. Just great.
0: I mean, it was, what, 23 movies long, if you count this last Spider-Man, which uh, kind of was part of the story, but not really. But... Um... Yeah, so at least 22 movies straight for the past 11 years. That's I mean, quite an undertaking. I can't think of another franchise that's gone that long, put out that many movies, and had a the whole, the whole thing be pretty much successful. I think if you were to point out some of the, the duds or the not-so-successful ones, it'd be like Thor 2 or um, maybe Iron Man 3. You know, So there was some misfires, but even then they earned the, a lot. A lot of money. Iron Man Three earned over a billion dollars, if I remember correctly, and it was, you know, one of the least favorite Iron Mans. So, um, and it's it was great just to to see it all wrap up because last year we got Infinity War and it ended on that huge cliffhanger, and then we had to wait a year for the next one to come out, and it finally wrapped up the story. Um, I have issues with it, the not only Endgame but the whole series as a whole, but I mean, overall it's, you, you can't not like it. Some people love it. I think a little too much or a little fanatical, but that's fine. That's their opinion. Uh, my opinion is there is, it was a good solid series. And I'd probably give it a B, B minus maybe for the whole series. But um, I mean, I'll watch these movies again. I'm sure I'll do a, a rewatch cause I'll have them all on digital here pretty soon. So she'll sure do a rewatch at some point in the next year or two and enjoy it then. So mm-hmm. That's how I feel about it.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, I-, I thought the ending was so appropriate and it was just, you know, brilliant really. Right. Uh, the way they did the send off with Iron Man and you know, who started it all. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, <sighs> That, that was the beginning. And you can't, you know, in and, and his last words, right? You know, when Thanos is like, I am inevitable, and he takes, you know, he has him, he says, I am Iron Man. And man, it was just amazing. And my gosh, I remember the guy next to me was like, like, bawling right and i'm just like oh my gosh and but he wasn't the only one there's like sniffles and like i mean that's how good it was where you i mean you can take this kind of movie and make people cry and make people like these characters so much that that's what they are and so it was it was just good it was a great ending i i bought the movie um just a few days ago i think last friday and i've seen it twice already and I'll, you know, at some point I know I'm going to go through the whole series again and, you know, take my time, but um, really cool. You know, obviously we've gone to most of the movies and seen them and talked about them and <clears throat> we've reviewed them, you know, like 90% of them. And uh, but we, we've we enjoyed it. I mean, we've pretty much gone to all of them together. So Yeah.
0: Yeah. I would say if there's one series that kind of brought us together and pushed us forward in this podcasting endeavor is the this marvel avengers storyline over the past 11 years i think did we see iron man 3 together or Avengers or was it avengers i can't remember but it was around that time that we
1: started going to them and
0: and watching them so
1: yeah i think it was the avengers um it might have been i think we went together iron man one
0: no, it wasn't me. I didn't see Iron Man 1 in theaters. You didn't?
1: Uh-uh. Oh, man. I know. I mean, it was 2008. Yeah, I mean, that's a long time ago, right? 11 years ago. So I probably went with che- uh, my wife, Chelsea, because we would have been, you know, one year married, I think, by then. So I probably went with her. Yeah.
0: The first time I saw it was on DVD at someone's, my cousin's house. I was like, wow, that's actually pretty good. I <laughs> I watched it again like the next day. So um, but I think Captain America, the first Avenger was the first one I saw in theaters.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we went that one together. Okay.
0: So yeah, we, we've got a history with this series as well. So those are our favorite, our five favorite things over the past year. Uh, a lot of crossover, but a lot of, we're doing our own thing as well. So <laughs> so yeah what are we looking forward to in the, the coming year um, movies books comics TV conventions you know whatever whatever nerdy thing we want to do um, I'll go first since I know what Mark's looking forward to <laughs> <laughs> but I would say the number one thing at, the, at least at this point probably because it's the next thing or, is the Joker film that really intrigues me Every time they release new footage or a trailer, I'm just like, wow, that looks that looks pretty good. So I'm really looking forward to that. It comes out in October of this year. It's you know it's outside of the DC universe that's that we know of anyway. It's a standalone origin story of the Joker, and it just looks really good. So I'm looking forward to that one. What's first on your list, Mark?
1: Uh, first on my list is uh, Harry Dresden, The Dresden Files. Um, Jim Butcher just put out, I think within like a week, you know, or a couple weeks, uh, that he just finished, uh, his next book and I am super excited for it. He put out a book about once a year for 10 years and I've read them all, uh, and he went through some personal troubles and so he you know put a pause on it after skin games and now he he's getting started up again and i'm excited i've been waiting for this book forever and uh, if you haven't picked up the dresden files uh, first book's called stormfront pick it up it is a great read it's like it's not even a guilty pleasure it's just guilty cuz it's so awesome and <laughs> Uh, you know, read it. I I know Justin's read most of them as well. And so I will definitely be getting this. Uh, His books are great. I'm, (laughs) I I like Jim Butcher, but he's, I've (laughs) never, he's not too personable. I don't feel like, (laughs) so I have a hard time going to get his autograph all the time, but he's a good guy. Read his books. His books are amazing.
0: He's a nerd's nerd. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, he's, I've been to a couple of his panels and he's in the panels. He's nice and he's never not, not nice. Right. He's just, when you go up to talk to him afterwards, he's kind of standoffish.
1: Yeah. it. it yeah. It's tough. It's like, you know, you're, I, I don't know. Maybe it's cause I've met other people and they're like, Hey, how's it going? Welcome. And you're like, Hey, yeah. what's up? And he's like, hi.
0: <laughs>
1: Thanks. Bye. Yeah.
0: I mean, if you compare him to Brandon Sanderson, it's just, too, it's just a different personality. I'm sure he's a good guy.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, we've done a, a review of the first three books, probably. I think it was last fall. So if you want to go back and listen to that, uh, we reviewed the first three books. And then we realized we needed to reread the series. So maybe with this new book coming out, we can reread it and do a Harry Dresden review series on on the different books.
1: Oh, yeah yeah no definitely and i know that at some point there's been a lot of talk that they're going to reboot the series because the first one was just so terrible bad. um hopefully this next one's better
0: yeah all right so then my next thing i'm looking forward to is star wars celebration 2020 of next year in anaheim and that's like at the end of august but it's still august right so it's just outside of the year but still we're going to be planning, for, I mean, we're planning for it now. So mm-hmm. it's planning the whole year for that. So looking forward to that. So we talked about Celebration already. So um, then after that, for me, it's Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. I think I'm not as excited for that one right now just because we don't really know much about it. Everything's so hush-hush, under wraps. I know there's the spoilers out there, but I try to stay away from those because a lot of them, are unconfirmed, or maybe things change in the story and they end up not being in the movie. So I like to
1: wait for that. Um, I'm forward it. Is the last two, while okay, this one better be epic, or I feel like it ruins the series?
0: It has that potential, yeah. I mean, I think Episode Seven, uh, The Force Awakens, is a good film. A little disconnected from the main saga, but still connected and it's there. And I, I think it had a lot of potential. And then for me, The Last Jedi, um, I liked it when it came out. And there's parts that I still like. But I think it's... I think having it set like an hour after The Force Awakens ended, I think it hurt the the film overall. Because it's basically you know, the story doesn't have time to breathe or, you know, it just kind of hurries and goes into the next scene. And for me, I think, cause previous films were there's, you know, a couple of years, or even up to 10 years in between films and a lot's happened. And so there was a lot to explore and this one felt kind of boxed in as to what the story could actually do. And so while I'm far from a Last Jedi hater, Um, It's one of my least favorite Star Wars films, but I did like uh, a lot of it, a lot of the story. I liked the development of Rey and her character. I I agree. The Rise of Skywalker Skywalker has to knock it out of the park or it's going to be a disappointing end to the the nine-movie saga. What's next
1: on your list? Um, So my next one is a book named Peace Talks. Uh, It's about... A wizard named harry dresden um i don't know if you've heard about this but get the book because i am excited for it i cannot get over it i'm look i'm gonna be honest i put harry dresden on all five of mine i have been waiting this book for too long and the number one thing i can look forward to this next year before star wars celebration anaheim before rise of the skywalker and and Joker film and and anything like that, I am going to pick up this book. I'm going to take the next day off of work, and I'm gonna freaking read the thing in 24 hours. Like, I, I'm a big fan of this entire series. I'm invested in it. I mean, I I love the book. So, there you go. If you need a a book to read, Dresden Files, Storm Stormfront. For those of you that have followed it and kind of know what's going on, it's about Queen Mab and she's re redoing the As- Celia chords. If you have no idea what any of that means, uh, the first book's name Stormfront. Go ahead and start. So yeah, it's just kind of like a re-signing of the Celia chords. You know what this means, right, Justin? And uh, um, <clears throat> they're going to bring all the supernatural powers to uh, to the table. And kind of reaffirm peace, right? You know, get the peace talks, and it, this all stems from you know the war with the vampires and and uh, war with the the four more and things like that. And he put out a Christmas special. Uh, it's you can go to JimButcher.com, and he put out like a little short story for a Christmas special, and uh, it kind of goes over. It, it happens after peace talks and so you but it doesn't do too much spoilers but let you know something big's going down so it's pretty cool uh how that all works and and so if you haven't read that yet definitely go read it it's about a 15 minute read uh pretty cool that he did that so i just i can't say it enough it's a great series i got i think i got justin into it right
0: yeah yeah and i resisted for a while but then i finally started reading it and I i was hooked it's good. It's fast paced. It's exciting. Um, funny. There's some emotions
1: in it. Mm-hmm. So. And books a lot are of short, gets- right? Like 250 yeah. pages, 350 pages long. Yeah. Um, I got my brother Jeff into it. He loves it. Uh, my brother Brent and his wife, they've read it. They like it. I gave a book to my sister, Mikael. I'm sure she threw it away, but I'm going to challenge her to get another one and read it. Uh, so they're It's definitely a fun, it's a fun read and it's a good read. And uh, it's it's definitely something I'll never regret picking up.
0: Isn't there like two collections of short stories?
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So the the short stories too, they kind of span everything. So one of them is called side jobs and the other is called briefcases. And a lot of them are just kind of weird short stories of things that happen between the books. And some of them, Like you've had to have read the book to understand at all what's going on. And so you want to just make sure you, before you even pick those up, I would read the whole series first, or at least read half the series and then pick up side jobs, read the other half and pick up briefcases. They're just uh, a lot of them. And then there's some other stuff, like little short stories he's put out as well, like called Christmas Eve, Restoration of Faith, and the Vignetti, or Vignette, depends how you pronounce it. So those are cool too. Say what? Vignette. Vignette. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I make up my own (laughs) words when I don't know. So so no one's really sure how long the series is going to be. I've heard around 22 books. Some have said 24 to 26. Some have said just 20. Um, uh, He released something years ago, like the first X amount of books is kind of like – he gave a name to him like the beginning and then the middle two, and then the, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, but there's a lot of speculation how many books there will be. So, uh, if you like long series and, and things like that, there's plenty of books to go and, uh, there's a lot to do. So good read books to come for years. And, uh, he's got other series too that are out there. I think that people will like, uh, the Codex Alera one. I've read that. I, Justin, you read it too, right? Yeah. That's a great series. You can't go wrong with that. And then he started a new series called The Cinder Spires. He's only got one book out. It's called The Aeronauts Windlass. And that was surprisingly um, great. I did not expect a great book. And I read it and I read it two more times.
0: Yeah. So when does uh, Peace Talk come out?
1: Uh, So they haven't given a release date right now. So he posted on July 22nd. Right so a couple weeks ago uh, he just said the end. I love typing that. Peace talks is complete. The final chapter is now in the beta sinister clutches and it soon will be off to his editor and on to publication. We should have a release date for you very soon. I don't imagine the release date is going to be far out after they announce it because just because people have been waiting so long for this one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, hopefully by the end of the year first of the year that'd be good. Mm-hmm. Alright, so Harry Dresden, go check it out. Uh my the next one on my list is the they're all related to the Disney Plus app and that content. It's the Mandalorian, the Clone War Season 7, uh, the Cassian Andor series, TV series that'll be coming. And all that Star Wars content. Um, you know, Disney Plus app, I they're gonna have the D23 Expo, which is the Disney convention basically that they have every year in August. That'll be it towards the end of the month. And I'm sure we'll get more information on that, um, more details. But the latest detail is that they'll bundle Disney Plus app, Hulu, and ESPN Plus for like 12 bucks, 13 bucks. So pretty economical um, deal there for, for all this content. And I'd like to see more of that where they bundle different apps together so you don't have to pay three payments. You just pay one. Looking forward to that. and There are all the Marvel content that they just announced at uh, San Diego Comic-Con in regards to the TV shows like The Falcon and The Winter Soldier and WandaVision and all that. That'll be available on the Disney Plus app exclusively as well. And all the movies and everything is going to be on that. So it's going to be worth your 7 bucks a month. Cause there's going to be a ton of content that you want to watch. Not like Netflix where you probably want to watch about a third of it. If that. So, and then the last one on my list is the DC streaming app and they're coming out with new shows. Titans season two is coming out next month. Um, they just wrapped up Swamp Thing and there's speculation that even though that show got canceled due to a, tax break filing error or something ridiculous like that, where they didn't file the paperwork in time to get the tax break. So they had to cancel the show because they didn't have funding. Um, Hopefully someone got fired over that, but um, there's rumors that they're going to start that up again because season one was pretty successful and it was pretty good. Um, So, you know, new shows coming out on that app. And like I said earlier, I've been reading all the new 52 comics on it and they have all the comics. They have, you know, Crisis on Infinite Earths and Final Crisis and all the old school comics on there. So there's a ton of stuff. Oh, they have all the TV shows uh, like, well, I don't know about the TV shows. They have the animated shows like the Batman an- animated series, Justice League. Batman Beyond, uh, they just put out the Constantine movie with Keanu Reeves, um, all the old Superman movies and Batman movies are on it, so you're definitely getting a lot of content on that app
1: to watch as well. So w- what's with the Titans, do you know? Because like I-, I heard, I'm not sure who, Th- did someone die filming or something like that? Yeah,
0: I think one of the stuntmen died.
1: Oh, Okay. I couldn't remember if it was like a main actor or something, but I remember it being all over like my nerd news and I was was so busy. I couldn't really go through it. Uh, but I was like, Oh my gosh, someone died on the Titans.
0: Yeah. It wasn't any of the main guys. It was someone else, which is still unfortunate, but yeah. Okay.
1: All
0: right. Anything else on your list you want to talk about?
1: Um, there's this guy named Harry Dretton. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I just, you know, at the end, I put on number five, I put Mandalorian and Jedi The Fallen Order. Mandalorian, obviously, we've talked about it. Jedi The Fallen Order is the new video game that Star Wars is coming out with. I believe it's slated to come out in October, am I right? Or November?
0: I don't remember. It's fall.
1: Yeah, it's October, November. Um, uh, But it's, uh, if I remember right, it occurs right after... Revenge of the Sith?
0: I don't remember. I didn't go to that panel. Okay. Oh. I was getting autographs. Oh,
1: that's right. Uh, Yeah. So if I remember right, it it occurs kind of right after Revenge of the Sith. So the Jedi have fallen, and then you have, um, you know, obviously Jedi that are now hiding, the ones that survived Order 66. And this one follows a character who survive but he was a padawan so he wasn't full train jedi or anything and you kind of follow what the choices he has to make and the things he has to do to survive because i i mean his he's being hunted you know the uh, emperor and darth vader have every intention of hunting down and killing uh every jedi now i don't know how canon this is, I don't know if it's going to be something like Starkiller, like right we saw in Force Unleashed, where it's going to be a cool story, but then it ends up not really being canon. Um, but it, it looks really neat. I have no idea where the story is going to go. They didn't go a whole lot into it, um, but um, we met the actor. Uh, what's his Cameron name? Monahan. Yeah, Cameron Monahan. I got his autograph. Freaking awesome guy. Nice guy. And...
0: It was the first autograph he gave us. Yep. The, the Jedi, right?
1: Yep. He was walking by and I saw him like, Cameron, will you, you know, will you autograph my thing? And he turns around and he's just like, sure. And then his, I'm not sure who it was, his manager or someone, he's like, hey, that's the first one he signed. No one, he hasn't signed anyone else. And I was super excited about that. And uh, so I, I still have it. It's going to go up in my nerd room basement when I finish my basement. And uh, it'll be cool. So, Uh, And then it has a new trooper, stormtrooper. I don't know what the general term is for them. Is it just stormtroopers? Yeah. So it's got a new stormtrooper. I don't remember what they're called, but they're basically trained to to hunt Jedi, right? Kind of like, you know, like, so they probably roll around with the Inquisitors and are with them, you know, because they're special trained for all that whatever that means. No one really knows. No one, they, they showed a um, – they had them come out, right, with their new gear on. And it yeah, looked pretty Purge cool. Troopers. Purge Troopers, that's right. So they came out with their gear on at the uh, convention, and they looked pretty cool. So, But they're going to be introduced in this game. And uh, it just looks really neat. And so I'm – once again, I'm going to take like two days off after it comes out and play it because it looks – yeah, I'm really excited about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. I'm looking forward to it as well. So yeah, so those are the things that we're looking forward to for the next year. Um, we'll definitely be talking about them as, as they come out and as these films and books and TV shows and video games are released. So we're looking forward to it and we'll definitely want to hear from you guys as well. Are you you know, reading the latest Terry Dresden book? Are you playing the Jedi Fallen Order video game? Are you watching the Mandalorian on Disney plus? You know, what's, what are you doing? Are you, are you liking it? Are we liking it? And we'll, you know, follow us on social media and we'll talk about it. We'll Trade ideas and opinions and have a good time. What's what series or franchise should we tackle for this coming year? There's uh, we talked about a bunch. Um, so outside of those or maybe one in particular, is there anything that you want to focus on this coming year?
1: Um, for me, I think one thing I want to do because I find it interesting and I know other people want to do is I actually want to live stream like the Jedi Fallen Order when it comes out. Like gameplay? Yeah. Gameplay. Okay. And I think that'd be cool, you know, cause I remember like some games coming out and I watched the live play and then I was like, I'm going to get that game. That's how good it looks, you know? And so uh, that's one thing I want to do. It's not really a series or anything to attack, but that's something I want to do. Uh, I don't know if there's any interest out there if people like that, but I know I like it. I watch people play video games all the freaking time on YouTube, so I I think that would be neat. If I did have to pick a series though, or something I want to focus on, um, I'd probably have to go with. Um, probably just getting in probably more depth with Will of Time or even the Cosmere. I've been really into the Cosmere lately. That's Brandon Sanderson series uh, because there's so much to it. Um, I've, yeah. I've been reading, um, you know, his Cosmere book. That's, you know, a lot of short stories about the Cosmere and really, as I kind of see what the potential this has, it's amazing. I was listening to KSL today on, you know, their one oh two seven radio station and they did a interview with brandon sanderson he was on for like i don't know half an hour or something and he talked a little bit about it and it really got me even more excited and so that's something i want to dive into because it's such a big thing and there's so many books that you almost need to like write it down or have it explained to you because it is a lot yeah and i know that was it the 17th shard they have a lot of information on there but We are more awesome, so we will be doing as well. Yeah. We're just awesome in a different way. (laughs) Uh, Obviously, I say that in jest. I'm not saying we're we're more awesome. They they have a lot of knowledge, but I think I want to do one not only for our listeners, but for me because uh, it's hard for me to just listen to someone else talk about it and get it. But if I talk about it and I dive into it, I'll understand it much better for myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like those ideas. Um, I agree. I think in addition to all the stuff we've talked about, um, I'd be interested in that as well, the Cosmere and finishing up Wheel of Time. And we've talked about other things throughout the years that I want to finish up at some point. Like, um, I want to do finish up Harry Dresden and Middle Earth series. We've done the three Hobbit book or three Hobbit movies in the book, but I want to do the Lord of the Rings series because there is going to be a new TV show for that coming out. I don't know when, but so um, there's those as well. And then the Will of Time TV show will be coming out next year, I believe late next year. And so just, there's just a lot of stuff. So we'll have plenty to keep ourselves busy. And I think the big thing is we want to, we want to grow. We want to have more fan interaction this year. Uh, so definitely reach out to us and we'll be, On social media a little bit more and having a bigger presence at the conventions so look for us and also along those lines we'll be doing what uh, I want to call a soft reboot of the show later in the year and it's not it's more like we're going to change our the way we do things and the way we review shows will be a little more focused and um, I want to say concise in what we do. So just changing our procedures and, and things like that. So it's not so all over the place. Cause I feel like sometimes we lose focus and that's on me. So I want to change that and just be a little more interactive too as well. So so on that note, Mark, is there things that you are interested in in doing different this this coming year?
1: Oh, um, I think probably wrapping things up. I feel like uh, (laughs) because we're nerds, we are a little bit uh, ADD. And um, we are always like, oh, man, this is awesome. Let's talk about it. So we'll talk about it. And then as we're talking about it and going through a series, we'll see something else. And so we kind of jump on that. And then we never really wrap up. Kind of like you saying, you know, like, let's wrap up, you know. The Hobbit series, the Transformers, uh, you know, whatever. I think that's one thing I want to do is is try to stay a little bit more focused and um, yeah. and probably put out the same amount of content as far as like length and what we're doing, but probably try to be a little like you said, kind of tighten it down, be more concise instead of you know really long, like a really long hour and a half episode about this particular subject. Maybe we do three episodes. 30 minutes long, you know, about different subjects. So, you know, we can cover more, uh, more things because I mean, there's just so much nerdy stuff to talk about. We couldn't possibly talk about it all in the time we have. And, uh, you know, so we can do that. And if our listeners want to say, Hey, we want more information on this, then we can look about doing an hour or an hour and a half episode on a particular subject. But I, I think for me, I think that would help out because, um, sometimes we talk about wheel of time and maybe you're not a wheel of time listener and that's all we talk about for the next 10 episodes. And we want to make sure we try to uh, stay open to everybody. So, I mean, that's something that I've thought about. um, And I know we've kind of talked about that a little bit. So that's kind of something that I've, I've thought would be a good direction for us. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. And if you, the listener have any ideas or suggestions or feedback for us, definitely hit us up on social media or send us an email nerds at gmail.com and let us know so we definitely want to make this show as interesting and fun as and interactive as possible and hearing from you guys will help us do that so definitely uh, let us know what you think so that's it for our two-year anniversary show looking forward to this coming year and all the the cool nerdy stuff that's coming out with books films tv shows comics video games it's going to be a good year and next year about this time we'll have a three-year anniversary show so stay tuned for that uh, we want to thank you for joining us on this ride of the credible nerds and for sticking with us and listening and giving us a chance we really appreciate it so we want to thank you for doing that and we're looking forward to the next two years or more so want to thank you guys for joining us and we'll catch you next time
1: see you guys